This is your host, Vernon Terrell, with Grace Ministries International, and it's time for Walking Free. And we're back, and we're back after a somewhat extended break, aren't we? Uh, unannounced break, but that's what the holidays and this Christmas season tends to do sometimes, doesn't it? Uh, it has been an incredible ride for our family. Uh, a lot of fun, actually, because we uh, took uh, our son, uh, who is 25, he's autistic, and uh, one of the things he loves is NASCAR. And so uh, we did a surprise trip to Daytona, and you guessed it, uh, we went to the um, Daytona International Speedway, and oh my goodness, that thing is huge. We got to go out on the track uh, as part of the tour. Of course, you know, we went in, and he saw the statue of one of his favorite folks, uh, Dale Earnhardt Sr., and he wanted me to video him doing this um, this conversation with Dale, so I did. And he's talking to Dale and saying, you know, you know, God bless you, Dale, and and you were this and that, and it was very, a very touching tribute uh, to Dale. But we got to go out also on the tour, actually on the track, and uh, I could not believe you. Know, I'm not a NASCAR person. And I didn't know much. And when we're on that track, those turns, it's a two and a half mile track. You know, what is it? Five football fields long, crazy. And uh, it's a 31 degree angle on those big turns. 31 degree, that's, you know, that's crazy. The guy said that you the car has to be going a minimum of 55 miles an hour or it will tumble over. And even the finish line, you know, when you see the finish line, it looks, you know, just like a flat finish line. That's because the camera is up so high looking straight down, it misses uh, the angle. I believe it's 18 degrees. We were able to stop and walk up and write our names on the finish line, but you had to walk up backwards. Your body, you just, it was too hard to walk straight up. It was, it was incredible. So that has little to do with what I want to talk about today, but it was fun. It was great. And we had a fun time. So uh, we have been traveling and out and about and had our Christmas party for Grace Ministries International, the local, for the local Georgia folks. And uh, it's been a, it's been a good, uh, a good couple of weeks. But today, you know, I had the opportunity to speak with some folks in Argentina. This is through the power of Zoom uh, and the internet. Don't you love it? And this is the second time I spoke with this uh, wonderful group of individuals, of course, through a translator. My Spanish is not even at a Dora the Explorer level, but uh, wonderful translators that uh, were able to even translate my Southern accent but this last presentation for this group of individuals who are going through something similar to what we would call 
at Grace Ministries, our Encounter seven-month um, program with three-hour sessions, or you know, each week there's a three-hour session, and so they have a, a similar, um, a similar routine, and so I was presenting for three hours. This particular, I know some of you are like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, but we were talking about this idea of, well, what this podcast is, walking free. How do you experience the victory that you already have in Christ? And, you know, three major elements. And I thought I would just briefly share some of those ideas. And, and we've talked about them before. I mean, we talk about them all the time on this uh, podcast, but they're so important. And, you know, the I think the critical elements um, are really wrapped around these ideas. Um, and these are foundational. There's so much depth, so much you can go into these, but um, I'm going to hit I think I'm going to do each one in a separate podcast. Uh, but the first idea is the idea of looking in the mirror. And the second idea is understanding everything you need. Everything you need. And then finally, and I think the third one is what we often miss. So that'll be in the... Um, in the third uh, session or the third podcast uh, around this idea. And it's the idea of being fully engaged. I think we miss this. Uh, I think it's what often uh, causes us us to not really experience. But all of these are foundational uh, and I think important. And this first idea uh, is really looking in the mirror. And I asked the question, and I'll ask you the question, why do you typically look in a mirror? You know, you get up in the morning or, uh, or you're going out and you look in a mirror. Why do you look in a mirror? Well, we often look in a mirror to focus on what? <laughs> on what is wrong. And then we try to fix it. And we're programmed that way. Oh, there's a mirror. Let me look. Everything look okay. If not, what do I do? I need to fix it. I need to adjust. I need to tweak And that does not work in the Christian life. And yes, there's things we can correct, and and it's good to understand uh, that when if we're doing something wrong, oh, identify and 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 correct. I get that, but I want to give you a new slant on it. We've talked about it before. When you look in a mirror, I would like you and me to stop focusing on what is wrong with you. Stop looking to find every flaw. There's plenty. I'll tell you right now, there's plenty. I want you to focus on what is right with you. And we kind of get this idea of looking in the mirror. Paul uses this this illustration in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, and he kind of starts off, um, uh, you know, talking about 
where Paul's bringing up Moses. And if you go down, you know, in verse 15, I'm just going to skip a little bit. Uh, but I want you, want you to read, really starting at chapter, uh, 2 Corinthians 3, verse 12. But in verse 15, Paul says this, But to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their heart. But when a person turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. I love that order. It's when we turn to the Lord, when we receive Christ, when we receive his forgiveness, he's the one. This veil is taken away. And then he makes this statement in verse 17. Now the Lord is the spirit. I think that is crazy important. The Lord Jehovah is the Spirit. Jesus said, I and the Father are one. We serve one God. Jesus and the Father are one. Get a hold of that. The Father, the Lord, is the Spirit. Jesus is the Spirit. He said, when I go away, I will come to you. I'm going to send the Spirit. Wow. Again, we serve one God. And he does manifest in three persons, his Father, Son, Holy Spirit, this Trinity, but one. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Isn't that incredible? Where is the Spirit of the Lord? The Spirit of the Lord is in you. You're in Him. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. You have freedom right now. You have all the freedom you're going to get right now in Christ because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. That's where you are. You're in him. He's in you. And there's freedom. But we don't always experience that freedom because we get distracted. We get deceived. And he continues. So so understand that, first of all, that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. You're The Spirit of the Lord is in you. You're in him. You have freedom. We got that? Well, he continues in 2 Corinthians 3.18. But we all, with unveiled faith, that's important, right? We have an unveiled face because we have received Christ. And that veil is taken away. So we can see clearly now. We can see clearly now. I won't sing it. Okay. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding, here's the illustration, as in a mirror. So when you look in a mirror, what do you see? This is not a trick question. When you look in a mirror, you see your reflection. What do you see in the mirror? Do you see all your flaws? Do you see your past that just keeps haunting you? Do you see a failure? Do you see just that dirty, rotten sinner? 
What do you see? We have an unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror. And this next part is so critical. We all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord. You see, we don't see the glory of the Lord. We see our reflection. We see every flaw. We see stuff we need to fix. I want you to look in a mirror and I want you to see past that exterior, see past your past, see past your failure, and look in the mirror and see the glory of the Lord. That's you because you're in him and he's in you. He's made you glorious. He's given you his righteousness. And I believe to the extent of what we see in the mirror is the extent that we're going to experience victory. You're not going to experience victory if you can't see the real you. And that's why when we turned to the Lord, he took the veil off. You can see. There, there's often things that get in the way and that need to be dealt with. And sometimes, honestly, you need a little help to deal with those and to face them and to, and to remove those distractions so you can see clearly. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. When you can do that, when you can see in the mirror the glory of the Lord, what happens? He says, are being transformed into that same image from glory to glory. Now that is incredible. When you can see in the mirror the glory of the Lord, you're being transformed into what? into what you see. You know, when you, if you can't see it, then you're not going to be transformed. And notice the transformation is happening to you. You aren't, you aren't fixing yourself to transform yourself. You are being transformed into that same image that you see. From glory to glory. I love that. So many ways you can apply that. But it's a pattern from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory to more glory. You're growing and expressing his glory. Where is it coming from? Just as from the Lord, the Spirit. This transformation is coming from the Lord. It's his transforming your experience. So again, that first part but we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into that same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord, the Spirit. Wow. That's 
the process of transformation. And this is where you you have to give yourself a break. Say, it's not fast enough. I should be this far along. You know what? Lay aside the shoulds and the oughts and where you think you should be and keep looking in the mirror and thank God for where you are. Thank God for his transforming power in your life. You are being transformed. It's happening. Keep looking in the mirror. Keep seeing his glory and the new creation in Christ that you are. You know, I created this little card that I would give out. I gave it out when I worked with inmates um, in the local county jail. I would give it out to students, to whomever, but it said says this. It says, uh, until the reality within you is real. What's the reality within you? It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's the new creation. You've been made in Christ. Until the reality within you is real. It's real to you. You see it. You believe it. You own it. I want you to own it until the reality within you is real. The real will never be your reality that is in your experience. So until the reality within you is real, the real will never be your reality. I want you to look in the mirror. I want you to see the glory of the Lord that is in you because it's the truth. And you've got to see past the flaws. You've got to see all the way to your core of who you really are. That is the truth. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image. It's happening from glory to glory. And it's coming from, empowered by, the Lord, the Spirit. Now, here's the lie. Here's the lie that the enemy wants you to believe. The enemy wants you to believe that something is wrong with you. If he can get you to believe that lie, then you're going to be in this endless loop of trying to fix what is wrong with you. I've got good news. There is nothing wrong with you. God made you a brand new you. There's nothing wrong with you. Yes, do you make bad choices at times? Yep. Uh, Do you act unkind at times? Yep. But at the very core, you need to know this. There's nothing wrong with you. The enemy wants you to believe that, you know, if you're so righteous, why are you, fill in the blank, if you're so holy, why did you fill in the blank? The enemy wants to attack you at your very core. Don't buy into it. It's a lie. The truth is that God has made you perfect, complete, and lacking nothing. That is the truth. I want you to 
really meditate and sit with that for a moment, that God has made you perfect, complete, and lacking nothing. Rest in that for a moment. That is really the first idea in this concept of walking free, of experiencing the victory that you already have. You need to realize that there's nothing wrong with you and that God has made you perfect, complete, and lacking nothing. So again, that quote, until, until the reality within you is real, do you believe that? Do you know that? Because until the reality within you is real, the real will never be your reality. Now next time, uh, we're going to look at this idea of everything you need. But until we jump into that, I want you to take some time. I want you to get out a piece of paper. And I want you to write down and journal what prevents you from seeing the new you in the mirror. What prevents you? What hinders you? from seeing the new you in the mirror. So just get out a piece of paper or get on your electronic device and type it out, whatever works for you. But what prevents you, hinders you from seeing the new you in the mirror? And as you write it down, I want you then to ask the Father, Father, what is true about these things? What would you have me, what action would you have me do to address these ideas that prevent me from seeing the real me and the new me in the mirror? And that'll be for this week, just your time of meditating and thinking and processing because there's something that is preventing and hindering you. You say, oh, no, I, I, uh, you know, this isn't a big deal for me. Okay, awesome. This isn't. But would you just take a moment to ponder, is there anything that might be distorting? Maybe you do see your new you, but maybe there's a little distortion in there. Is there something that's gnawing at you, that might be uh, this little seed of doubt, write that down. Write it down. Bring it into the light. And then say, Father, show me what you want me to do with this. Have that dialogue with the Father. And I guarantee you, or your money back, <laughs> he'll, sp he'll speak to you in that quiet moment and say, my child, let me share some good news. I hope this is encouraging to you. Again, this is uh, the first part in this little three-part mini 
series on experiencing the victory we have in Christ or walking free. So remember, as we always say, it may be time, and I don't know what it's going to look like for you, but it may be time to stop talking about it and take some action, whatever that step of faith is for you, and start walking. You've been listening to Walking Free, a production of Grace Ministries International in Marietta, Georgia. For more information, go to our website at gmint.org. That's G-M-I-N-T dot O-R-G.